In this episode of What the Prophets Say, I'm once again joined by Sam Robertson and Louise Reed, and we are talking about offence, betrayal, finding yourself hated, and the rise of false prophets. It's another sober one, my friends. Join us in this episode of What the Prophets Say. Welcome to another episode of What the Prophets Say, and it's the gaggle of happy prophets here together. <laughs> Is that, that the right a word? New collective noun. A new connect. I don't know what do you call a group of prophets. Well, biblically, obviously, a school or a company, but no, present. No, no. A gaggle. A gaggle. I quite like that, because we're noisy. I remember thinking about this before. Did you? Yeah. The collective nine. Yeah, it's got to do with something. It has to do with drama. And it it needs to be a dramatic word. and A drama of prophets. I think that's what I came up with. I quite like that. Yeah, Yeah, I I think that is what I came up with. Well... If ever there was a word to describe the three of us together on a podcast. <laughs> it's probably a, a drama, drama of prophets. So you can hear from the accents. I'm Emma Stark. I'm joined by... Sam Robertson. And... Louise Reed. The Irish and the Scots yes. are in the house. Yeah. Come the on, people. The Celts, the Celts are Celts here together. Are here. Yep. <clears throat> Is it not a flounce of flamingos? <laughs> or oh, flounce of prophets would be quite good as well. Is it a flounce of flamingos? <clears throat> My son, Peter, Peter Andrew Stark, is actually behind the screen. He knows... No, it's a flamboyance, isn't it? He's nodding his head at me. Of flamingos. It's a flamboyance of flamingos. Is that not the greatest collective nine? It is. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. A parliament of owls? Owls. 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 (laughs) Oh, here we are again. We said this like four times on this podcast. (laughs) Our mispronounced. It's all right. I will translate for Emma Stark. (laughs) Parliament. You can say that just when you... Parliament. Of oils. <laughs> oils. Oils, people, is our friends, means owls. Twit twee. O W L. Right. Okay. Collective nouns. So we have given ourselves this task from the last episode to discuss the purifi- purification, <laughs> the puree of the prophets. Oh, no. I need more caffeine. The, not the pureeing of the prophets. Although, actually, I'm sure God does beat us into a pulp lovingly to get the best from us on occasion. That was a great save. Was that a great that save? That was a great yeah. save. Well Thanks. done, Emma. Thanks. Okay. And um, the purification... Uh, of the prophets and looking at the issues that are live at the moment that we just need to go oh let's have a wee chat about that so we don't absolutely fall off the deep end Mm. and then have major reconstructive um, conversations down the line if we can save some things now and we are going to be looking in in the latter chapters of Matthew's gospel Mm -hmm. around the concepts of the fact that we've become a people of accusation of each other and attack of each other rather than conversations that are healthy about sharpening, sharpening, weighing and testing words or conversations around doctrine. Sam, Mm -hmm. do you want to quote his chapter and verse? Yeah, so Matthew 24, really the chapter we're looking at, verse Mm -hmm. 9, a couple of verses afterwards. It says this just for context. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake and then many will be offended they will betray one another and then will hate one another then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many there's a fascinating order can we just get the order of the words there so there's going to be accusation yeah offense 
sorry, offence. Offence. It offense. begins with offence, then betrayal. Yes. Then hatred, then false prophets who deceive. Yeah. Wow, and you watch the order there, and it is you, the, you know the way it's written. It talks about and then, and then, and then. So there mm-hmm. is a definite order that Jesus is prophesying and setting mm-hmm. of of what you should expect, what it begins with, and what it leads to here in this scripture. And actually, he's very plain here with it. He's he's not hiding anything yeah, that will uh-huh. happen. Yet we are we were talking earlier about how we're so surprised that it happens. Yes. Yet Jesus is saying. Here's the list. This is what's going to happen. And actually, you don't want to be people who are the embodiment of Absolutely. this word of the Lord, where Jesus is saying this is coming. Mm. Now, if we talk about, um, uh, I mean, I'm using the word that we're in it with it. Uh, we are owning an accusatory spirit. We mm-hmm. are accusing each other. Uh, this order of offence, betrayal, hatred and false prophecy. If I'm really honest I think we're well down the list. Mm-hmm. I think we have learnt how to be easily offended. Oh, totally. We are now betraying one another by our offence in how we are speaking about one another. And we are, I think, tipping into then a hatred of each other. I think we're probably somewhere between betrayal and hatred, yep, I would which agree. means that we're halfway through this order of the list of Christ. And then, of course, the sadness of where you yes. land is you then get false prophecy, false prophets. Why do you get false prophets? Because they've got hatred in their spirits. Yeah. They can't they can't then embody the sentiment of God, who is love and redemptive love, loyal yeah. love and faithful love and redemptive love. So yeah. we are way, way down the yep. line. And um, it begins with offence. And I think, you know, we we play the offence game. It is totally the zeitgeist, the cult, the spirit of the indeed. age. Yes. I have the right to be offended. Yes. I have the right to be hurt. And that sense of we of the defence of, of being offendable and of being offended and the right to it. And I think if we had really been biblically literate enough to understand that offence can, if not uh, if we don't deal with it, can then grow exactly. into betrayal, hatred and false prophecy, mm-hmm. I think we'd be much more careful to not be offended. I'm quite shaken by that biblical order. Totally. That when you have betrayal of one another and hatred in your heart... The Christ conclusion is false, false prophecy. prophecy. Totally. Yeah. Actually, false prophets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. deception. Yeah. yeah. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And what strikes me looking at this is it, we can have the opportunity to nip this personally in the bud. Mm-hmm. Because if yeah. we can deal with our own hearts yes. and deal with the issue of offence, well, then it's not going to birth to the next yeah. step and onwards. And of course, the end there of uh, in this little mm-hmm. section, verse four, or sorry, verse thirteen. Mm-hmm. But he who mm-hmm. stands firm yeah. to the end will be saved, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world I as a testimony yeah. to all nations, and then the end will come. It's really quite dramatic, uh, actually, isn't it? But going back to the to, to, to the beginning of this little section, you know, like dealing with the offence in our own mm-hmm. hearts, we can make sure that we are not in this trajectory yeah. of, of what's going on here. And it also gives us fuel of how to pray. Doesn't it? How to pray. Very, very important. I think that there, there must be a differentiation drawn here between the right place of the discussing of doctrine 
and the right place of the weighing and testing of words, which is clearly biblically appropriate that we weigh and test the words when we talk about, is this truth? And what does the word of God say? And we have theologically robust conversations and we understand that we like to gather around truth and we value shared truth and all of those appropriate things. What I think we see here is not that and it's not the sense of I'm weighing and testing your word as a prophet or I'm thinking about what truth underpins you. But here we have offence and offence to me is usually much more of a personality yeah, driven a issue. I don't like your approach, yes. style, yeah. um, how you express yeah. things. Yeah. I don't like your attitude. your attitude. I don't like your tone. I actually even don't like your strength. Yeah. I don't don't like your authority and certainly um as a female I don't know whether you find this Louise uh, and Sam be interesting to hear a male perspective on it but certainly as a woman who prophesies I think what's said to me would never be said to a man mm. in that what's said to me is an awful lot about I don't like um, the authority yeah. and the strength yeah. it, it is confusing yeah. and uh, but it would never be said to a man no, as a, 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 a man with godly divine authority or godly divine strength is celebrated but a woman with godly divine strength and authority is is talked about as an anathema and an offence yes it's we're still living with that even with all the uh, strides that have been taken mm. if when a woman stands up and speaks authoritatively or takes control of a situation she is still considered bossy or inappropriate. Whereas, to be honest, uh, we're still in the phase when a man does that, Mm -hmm. he is seen as a strong leader. And isn't it wonderful? And he is, yes, yes, assertive. I mean, what's said about you, Emma, is never said about me when I prophesy with, with strength. I don't ever hear anything to the degree of what you know we people would say of of you guys of the strength of the forcefulness of mm-hmm. um of of the the authority in a room of the leadership and i do think it's so personal it is. and if you were to say it you know, and people want you to say things in a sweeter way or a softer way mm-hmm. uh, to be more palatable. But that's not yeah. the call of God on the prophet's yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. It, it never is. And I think that what I've watched fairly frequently in the ministry, um, whereas if if you prophesy something strong, which I've heard you do, and yeah. it's glorious, there's the immediate sense of, well, do you know, I'm going to weigh and test that, uh-huh. and which is a completely right. That is absolutely a right response. But when a woman does it, it is you get a mocking spirit in response to it and the mocking of women who prophesy. And that is a place where you get offended by the package that God has put in the midst of you rather than how can I receive what God is saying through this or weigh and test it and let's let's talk doctrine. Mm -hmm. That we are right in the midst of that scripture of I but but even even women on women or man on man just offended. Yeah. Yeah. Too yeah, yeah. easily offended. Oh, so easily. And yeah. what then we have to be honest and integrous and say it leads to betrayal. That's the Christ order in this Matthew passage. And it's the seed that grows betrayal. And if you don't deal with your offense, yes, yes. you will grow the fruit of betrayal. And, yes. and, and and then that grows hatred. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that is a that's a, that's a slippery slope. Mm. And we're not careful mm. enough with it. And certainly yes. for my own life, um, 
and with some friends, I would always say you've got to pray that you're not offended, but provoked. And they're two yeah, different yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. In a moment, and... let me be provoked. Even if I disagree with what you're prophesying, yeah. I'm not going to be offended by it. I'll yeah. be provoked into discussion and mm-hmm. dialogue. Yeah. Whereas when you are offended, you're not provoked mm-hmm. into discussion. You're provoked into an attack. You're provoked into yeah. an accusation, which yeah. we are seeing on the rise. It's really mm-hmm. what we're discussing in yeah. this episode that there is an accusation spirit on the rise, personal accusation in the, yeah. uh, within the prophetic world. And then you get into... Per- yeah. And I, I, those mm-hmm. words are all very personal there. You know, the, the, you will betray one another. Mm-hmm. That is a personal thing. You will hate one another. They, he is specifically, Jesus is saying, there's relational breakdown. Yes. This is personal yes. attacks here, that it's not just about institutions or something that is one step removed, but there's a mm-hmm. sense of one another will yeah. turn against one another mm-hmm. here. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's interesting, isn't it? Because that word accuser, I mean, when you read that, I think that was in the King James, was it? The, that word so. com- yeah. comes up. But like, that's the bit that really strikes me because yes. it horrifies me. Because actually, who is the accuser of the brethren yeah yeah so when we are in accusation mode Mm -hmm. towards one another actually who are we partnering with Mm -hmm. well we're partnering Mm -hmm. with the enemy yes so um how then what is the antidote to this um what is the opposite of accusation and we need to find actual ways that when offense comes or we're feeling accusation or we're subject to accusation actually what our game plan is yes. before the Lord of how we deal with this so that we can nip it in the bud so it does not grow yeah. to the next level of betrayal and into hatred. Now sometimes I don't think it's going to be possible because it takes it, at the end of the day it takes two it takes it on both sides yes. and, and the mm-hmm. understanding, the fear of the Lord and also understanding the win of relationship yeah. and actually what is at risk and we mustn't fear one another, we must fear the Lord in this and having practical steps mm-hmm. of what we can do when this starts to happen yeah. I think is really essential and I think most of us will have felt betrayed at some point yeah. I mean that's just a standard kind of like journey for all of us yeah. I would want to tie this scripture into our previous podcast where we talked about the Achilles heel in the prophetic movement where there is a movement against community yeah. and I think when you are in very healthy community and you're rooted in a healthy community dynamic you have to learn or you just simply don't survive how to deal with being offended because we do accidentally offend each other I mean we do and we don't mean to you know you're having a bad day you've not had enough sleep you've not eaten enough you're not eating enough you're not totally on your yeah. game you're not you know as sweet natured as you might normally be or you're ru- do you know <laughs> even things like running late yeah. and you run into a room and you don't make the usual kind of approaches to embrace somebody so there's all of that stuff going on and so we we do have those verses that talk about you know let your love cover a multitude Absolutely. of sins yeah. And it's not even that that's particular sin. That's just life. But you do it even between husband and wives. Yeah. And if, uh, you know, you, it's very easy. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you, you know, um, and... Uh, small inconsequential things like why did you not put your socks in the dirty laundry you know it's those little things and I remember when David and I were first married and this is this is how you think this is, it's so frivolously ridiculous yeah. and of course we'd not lived together before we were married so suddenly you're in the house together and you're going you you do what how did I not 
no, you did that. And then, of course, there's no back door because you're in permanent covenant. So for me... This is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But I would. It's always a little thing. Isn't it? Always a little thing. Always the little thing. So I'm a great believer (laughs) that before you go to bed at night, your dirty laundry is in the laundry basket. Yes, yes, yes. David is completely the opposite. He's like, the dirty laundry is in a little pile, stinky pile, by the side (sighs) of the bed. And in the morning, (laughs) it will go to the laundry basket. No. And I'm like, what? Why? But I mean, it's a nothing, and I know it's a nothing, but it can so easily become personal. You can and make a big deal. I with. remember saying to David, It's a sign you don't love me because <laughs> you don't value the way I value the management of, of laundry. laundry. <laughs> and you just think, How did, how stupid is that? It's not a value of love. It's not a value of the covenant. It's not a value of the commitment. It's just laundry. Yes, yes exactly. So I remember poor David being so backed into a corner uh-huh. on the laundry issue that he's like, but Emma, I leave it in a pile to trip an intruder up if they snuck into the room. I'm like, now we have lost all reasonableness okay. between us. <laughs> was that his quick thinking? That was his quick thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> how solvable is this? I bought him a Star Wars laundry basket. This is 25 years ago. And put it by the side of his bed. Problem solved. So fascinated by the R2-D2 lid that he was quite happy to utilise the laundry basket. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Instant problem. problem solved. Yes. But for me, I know it's a ridiculous example that you wrongly attach all sense of value yeah. to. And here you are and you're questioning love, love and you're questioning value and you're questioning covenant over stupid stupid i mean really foolish yeah. stupid things and and yet you're there and you're there in such speed yeah. and that is what we are like in the body of christ that i'm offended because love is not covering yeah. i'm offended by the way you look i'm offended by the way you chew oh. i'm offended, I'm offended you- by the way you breathe yes yeah totally i'm offended <laughs> And I'm offended, and then let's escalate it. I'm offended that you that you prophesied, and uh, to me that tone didn't look like the tone I wanted to yeah. see from you, even though it could have been completely acceptable to 90% of people in the room. And now, here's the leap. I'm going to betray, betray you. you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that's where we're at. And so it is that, and of course we're not far off then hatred and false prophecy in that list of four, and the need to nip it in the bud and say, why am I so irritated by your dirty socks on the floor Uh or by your breathing? Or Or by by your prophetic word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, totally. And the the, the craziness of this is, actually, if I was provoked over your prophetic word, well, for most prophets, I hope, if I was provoked, if I was triggered, if I felt, oh, I'm not quite like that. If you sat down and said, can we have a chat? Yes. We would all day, every day, happily have a conversation about the prophetic word. Most things would be fixed. Most things would be fixed in Mm -hmm. moments. Whereas Mm -hmm. you get into offence, you get into betrayal, Mm -hmm. you don't say it to the person and then it becomes Mm -hmm. personal. And that's where we're at right now. And I do think we need to get back to the place of just 
helpful conversations. Yeah. If I disagree with your prophetic word, I don't need to destroy my relationship with you and be offended. Or betray you. And betray you. Yeah. I can just say, hey, Louise, hey, Emma, when yeah. you prophesied that, can we have a chat? Yeah. It didn't sit right with me. Yeah. I felt provoked and I want to sharpen yes. you on that. Yes. And most of us actually would probably go, yeah, that's actually quite exciting. Yeah, Let's have a helpful conversation. That. Yeah, and how actually often, mm-hmm. think about it, how often have... Uh, you have those conversations. Yeah. How often have we had those conversations? I mean, I, I might have said this before to you guys, but I mean, for me, the holy trinity of this is there must be brave communication. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Open-hearted, brave communication yes. where you can be vulnerable and open. Mm-hmm. See, can I tell you, the enemy hates this yeah. and the spirit of God loves this. Brave communication. I mean, Jesus was very straight talking. Yeah, he yes. really was. But it was within within the context of yeah. of of love and obviously acceptance. But first of all, the brave communication and honouring one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. actually not taking one another down, but actually really honouring one another. And then the third part of it is not taking offence. Yeah. yeah, because actually we're trying yeah. to 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 better. A situation, and I'll tell you what: when you've had brave communication with one another and it's done correctly, really, it bonds you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, does. it does. It does. Yeah, and you actually have it as as a, as a healthy story. Totally. Oh, do you remember or when we? Yeah. Do you remember when yeah. we had to? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, actually, to my own embarrassment, I've had two occasions where I've heard awful things about in two different gentlemen who are in international leadership. Um, over a period of a number of years and you just hear niggles about them and I have met them over the years subsequently in green rooms and in recording studios or conferences where we wherever we were together and I thought oh hang on a minute yeah you are nothing like mm-hmm. the reports I heard about you nothing yeah, yeah. I mean not even close yeah, you can't, yeah. and whenever we have chatted together and spent some time together You've actually been one of the most rewarding conversations wow. yeah. I've had in, yeah. you, you know, thought provoking and, and gracious. And that sense of, and people have said it to me. I remember a, a Christian minister saying to me, Oh, Emma, when I sit with you over, you know, pasta and food and go out for dinner together at a conference, you're really life giving. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> and you think, Oh, oh, and that, that Nate. The nature of man to go quickly into those things that Jesus warns about of offence and then betrayal. And I think there needs to be a mass repentance yeah. in the body of Christ for how we have libeled, destroyed reputations that are very difficult to get back, that we have been, betra- be- we have betrayed, well, we probably have been betrayed, but we have betrayed, betrayed one, one another, another by a speed of, of, well, let me tell you this, and dressed it up as the discerning of spirits, when actually it was just outright yes. betrayal yeah. of reputation. Yes. And yeah. that's the, the ugliness of that. Why? Because we were offended, and most of us yeah, offended yeah. over something that wasn't even real. And we did deal with it quickly. And the problem yeah. is, the reports you will have heard about yeah. those people that then were proved wrong probably started 
from people who just got offended by yeah. something they did yes. in the moment yeah, never and then it terms. snowballed and yeah. and you ended yeah. up there and i think our lack of speed to deal with offense yeah. is a mm-hmm. is a great we need to rectify that yeah but our own responsibility in this is when we hear something yeah. Yeah. is yeah. not to take it on board because yes. what does it partner with in us? Oh, yeah. Are we actually glad to hear something negative mm, about that true. person? Is like it, it affirming or confirming something? And then the question for, for us in our own speech and the way we talk mm-hmm. about one another, it, are one another's names safe yeah. in our mouths? Yes. Yeah. That's really yes. important, Louise. Yes. No, no, I mean, absolutely, that's vitally important. Louise, Sam... Thank you. A really intense but necessary conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. about the prophetic movement, and just make sure that we've got that reference from the end of Matthew, from Matthew, so that people can go yep. and read it for themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Matthew twenty-four. You can obviously read the whole chapter, but yep. mainly you're looking at verses nine to thirteen. Brilliant. And what translation did you read there? Because that's the New King James. Because the New King that. James is the one that word uses the yeah. word offense and betrayal. New King James and ESV. Yeah, 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 very good. Very good. Well, thank you, my friends and loyal listeners. You clearly ooze stamina. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, join us. I love that phrase. Yeah, loyal do. listeners who ooze stamina. You absolutely do. Thank you for joining us for this episode of What the Prophets Say. We're working through our list, friends. Uh-huh. Uh, next episode, we will be back. Ooh, I've just seen the title love it. Make sure you join us next week for What the Prophets Say. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. If you would like to go deeper with us, you would be very welcome to join our network, the Global Prophetic Alliance. You can find that at propheticscots.com, where we have a comprehensive training program to lead you into deeper realms of the Spirit of God and encounter. If you feel a call and a pull to deliverance ministry, you can download my latest e-course, which is a comprehensive overview of getting people free from demonic oppression, you'll find that at demonbusting.com. Join us on these different platforms for more interaction with Emma Stark, Sam Robertson and the GPA team.